0: Hanging out with us here in the PHNX Suns Dive Bar postgame show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Unfortunately, <laughs> you guys, the Suns dropped the ball. They lost to the Trailblazers in overtime, 111-113, and this one hurts a little bit more Simply because the Suns were up five with a minute and some change to go. And they just let the trailblazers blaze on over them.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what happened.
2: Ahoy hoy. It
0: was <laughs> it was
3: it was a combination of things. It was it was missed free throws, it was turnovers, it was not being able to get a stop and not being able to keep Portland off the free throw line. Um and it was not being able to hit a shot like Book missed a couple of very makeable shots down the stretch. I don't know if he was gassed or what, but it, it just uh that's a very winnable game. Um I'm, I'm not panicking by any stretch. It's one and one. They started one and three last year. But, you know, those are the types of games that you look back on and like, yeah, we probably should have had that one.
2: The bench shot five of nineteen. Mm-hmm. They had twenty-four points. Jock had an easy putback to tie the game and missed it. This bench will perpetually be the issue until they find somebody that can score off of it. I mean, if you look at it, you wasted a 59-point combined performance from Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. I mean, anything from that bench, and you win this game.
3: I mean, they were were better than 5 for 19, looking at the numbers. They were 7 for something. I mean, it wasn't great, but, like, they still they outscored Portland's bench. But, you, like, yes, to your point, like, Damian Lee, two for six. Campaign, one for three, only played 17 minutes. Like, the bench has to be better. And we knew this Seven would be of an 19, issue. 7
2: 19, I'm sorry. Seven I, I of miscounted. 19.
3: So, it's still, yeah, like I said. Still not
2: 50%. Still not great.
3: <laughs> they still outscored Portland's bench. Yes. But, like, yes, it, it does have to, like, campaign has to be better. We saw a flash of it in
1: the fourth quarter. We didn't see really anything tonight. You know, I'm. I mean, I'm I'm a little conflicted and, and to go back to the bench point, um, you're basically playing with four of your real starters because Cam Johnson right now is going through some things. He's you know, he's he's hurt or whatever's going on with his quad or or spasms or his back or what I don't I don't I don't even know. Mm. Um, it just seemed like it was two two different things throughout the course of this game tonight. Um, And when Cam Johnson's not playing, now you're playing with four starters. So another guy off the bench is being supplemented into that starting lineup. Uh, Tonight it was Damian Lee. Mm -hmm. And now your bench gets weaker. Mm -hmm. And that's a problem. That's a significant problem. And, you know, and and I'm also struggling with CP3 um, because I know his stats are going to say one thing. You know, in 10 points, 12 assists. Yes, that's good. Um, But for this team at this moment and at this time, you do need a little bit more scoring from him uh, because, because of what you're losing on that bench, you know, and there was a stretch, there's stretches where CP three is playing with the bench and his role is not to defer to Damian Lee in the corner for threes, right? It's, it's gonna, it's gonna have to be a little bit more dynamic and I'm sure he's going to find it at some point. At least I hope my, my eyes are telling me that, cp3 looks a step slower he doesn't look as uh, last year there was a little difference like he was just playing he was playing he, he looked like he was really methodically going through the motions and getting everybody involved this year to me visually he looks like he's a bit slower um he doesn't he doesn't really have the explosion to go to the basket as much he had, and he had two layups tonight yeah,
2: th- this is look, a i two, two that. Layups. Is Like, like that was Paul. more than he had 10 like points 12 10 rebounds 10 five steals uh, or excuse me, 12 assists, mm-hmm. five steals, four rebounds.
1: This isn't on Chris Paul tonight. I'm not saying it's on Chris also, Paul. Like- I said I said that I'm a little conflicted with Chris Paul because he has 10 points and 12 assists. But again, you know, it, it, he just doesn't look like he's as much of a scoring threat out there as you might need him to be at times.
3: I agree with that, but I think it might be by design because we, we talked about this before the show as far as like approaching the season – by quarters and trying to get other guys involved. I think that's what the focus is right now. You look at Mikael Bridges and Cam bringing the ball up more. You look at DA, he had 22 field goal attempts, which was one less than Booker. I I think it's a concerted effort to get other guys involved. I I do worry about he's not maybe creating as much separation on the midi as we've seen. he He got blocked in the first quarter, I think it was, um, by Jeremy Grant on that MIDI that he normally can create separation on that would be my concern But I, I mean 10 12 5 and, and 4 be is clear,
1: not I'm not talking bad. about the whole game the, the game as a whole right mm. Chris Paul By and large has made a lot of his money and a lot of his reputation here in Phoenix in the last five minutes of the game mm. And in overtime tonight That's and fair. tonight he didn't really look like he was much of a threat offensively Right. And then he had a crucial turnover. That was right. Which was a really yeah, bad yeah, one for for, bad. for somebody of, of his ilk. Right. Um, at an inopportune time. And I felt like that was kind of what what got this the Blazers going. So we just, should we, but just, we
0: did we did say in the offseason we need Chris Paul to take a step back and we need the younger guys to take to take a step forward mm-hmm. and that we were willing to take some L's mm-hmm. in that interim time where they were working out the kinks.
1: Right, right, yeah, yeah so but I meant this I'm, is
0: that time. But now. I meant
1: in reference to him cutting back his minutes, not at the end of the games, just you know being whatever out there.
2: I will give you the end of the game over time That's where where you would hope if if this is the same Chris Paul, he'd be able to step in and, and take over a little bit. We saw a little bit of it tonight. He didn't do it in the way we've come to expect, but. You and I have also been the guy pounding the drum that DA should be getting mm-hmm. more shots. Mm-hmm. That happened tonight. Mm-hmm. He had only one fewer than Devin Booker, and he performed well. So there's some give and take there. But this falls, for me, at the feet of Cam Johnson not being able to stay healthy. Because not only does that hurt hurt your starting lineup, it hurts your bench even more because Damian Lee has to now be out there for primary minutes. So, like, I just... this. There's one guy that is sitting at home, and the chat's talked about it. Jay Crowder going, yeah, you need me, right? And I think this is validating some of what Jay felt uh, this offseason because we've seen it in the first two games. Camp can't stay out there. They have no real answers on the bench. They need to make a move with Jay Crowder to find somebody to help fill that Jay Crowder role sooner rather than later. Sitting on that till January ain't going to be the kind of thing you can do
0: okay so real quick we do have a couple super chats one two of them from Shane Buck. thank you Shane <laughs> uh in regards to the Chris Paul conversation he said that being said the Suns need to close games like this out 100% agree uh Shane also said remember well, this when was the, the Suns first
1: one, and then that last one was the second one.
0: Oh well <laughs> okay I read them backwards my bad Shane <laughs> Uh, remember when the Suns went one and three after Harrison Barnes hit a buzzer beater? That team set a franchise record. Not time to panic yet.
2: Can Can I give Shane some free advice? <laughs> Emma <laughs> let us in on uh, the text that Shane sent uh, sent her about losing money on today. Maybe you shouldn't send ten bucks to your employer <laughs> while you're at it too <laughs> in super chats. <laughs> Save the cash; you might need it, Shane. <laughs> So Shane wanted in the description, he said I could read this. He said, join Lindsey, Espo, Gerald, and Saul as they break down why Shane shouldn't live bet the Phoenix Suns this year.
0: Yeah. yeah. That was something that Shane did really enjoy doing last year. He, he loved live betting. I feel like, Shane, you need to wait until December. Let them work out the kinks and try and get in a good groove before you go down that route.
2: Shane just misses us. That's what it is. (laughs)
3: Uh, We do have one real quick update on the injury front. As far as Cam Johnson, Dwayne Rankin, who is in Portland, tweeted, Monty Williams said it was his tailbone that was the issue tonight after the fall on the charge. Uh, So he was wearing a wrap around his lower back, I think, on the bench there. So if it was a tailbone thing, that was probably just padding for his butt.
0: Icon also had a super chat that said I really liked how the non-injury prone Iron Man Cam Johnson played down the stretch. Hey, he's not injury
2: prone, he's accident prone. This dude trips over people, gets run into, gets bruised, and then has to miss time. I it's the mo- he's the new TJ Warren. Oh, TJ man. would breathe and would get get hurt somehow, That's get <laughs> get bruised and be out.
1: I'm I'm not gonna talk about Cam Johnson. <laughs> because I I I feel like I'm going to go to negative town and um, until he contributes to this team and is consistent, it's, it's just not it's just not worth it. Let's just talk about the guys that actually were out there playing. And tonight, you know, Damian Lillard was doing everything he possibly could to bury the Suns. Um, I mean, he had a ton of points. I, I I don't the the problem I had was you know it, it was funny Gerald and I kind of laughed because. They had, the the Suns were playing a great defense for like 22 seconds, and then Damon gets a layup at the rim. He misses it, mm. and and luckily we get the rebound, but then K-Ray <laughs> was just like, it was like, oh, great defense by the Suns. So I was like, nah, man, he got a wide open layup and just missed it. It was a bunny, and he missed it. You know what I mean? Like, that's not great defense. It's just he, him fucking up. Same thing with Devin Booker at the end of the game. He has that little bunny right there. Like, he should have dropped it. He missed it, and... Mm-hmm. And, you know and it was it was rough and then the 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 Blazers came down and hit a floating hook and took the lead by two so. can
2: we blame the person that should be blamed for this loss Gerald <sighs> Borgay from pregame who said I don't know about Dame I still got to see him prove it that he's <laughs> he's I back he's I back damn it. it thanks Gerald we, we went 5-18 in the thanks. season opener I needed to see thanks,
3: it I Gerald. Saw it. <laughs> But, I oh, mean, no. it is... C- <laughs> oh, I, oh, good. I'm glad
1: we got that Oh, <laughs>
2: <certificate.
3: laughs> um, Well, that's going to be used a lot. To- <laughs> Look, this is the second game in a row where the Suns have gotten kind of obliterated by an individual really great performance, and that's what happens in this league. You're talking about Luka Doncic and Damian Lillard, who are two elite scores in the NBA. But, you know, when Lillard has 28 at halftime, when Luka has whatever, he had 20-some at halftime, Like, at a certain point, you've got to be able to limit those types of performances a little bit better. I think part of that is adjusting to missing Jay and replacing him with Cam or whoever is filling in for Cam in the second half. Like, that's that's part of the defensive adjustment, but that's where this team hung its hat last year was the defensive end. They were an elite offensive team, but they were even better defensively. So to watch them down the stretch give up a 7-0 run in the final minute and 40 of the game that's just not going to get it done. They have to be better on that end.
2: But well, we saw flashes of it in the fourth. Like it, mm-hmm. It's not like they're incapable right. of still playing that great defense. But Saul, while we were watching, you brought up a great point. Where was the double pressure on Dame like yeah. they brought out uh, against Luka in game one? They just let Dame surgically pick them apart, even down the stretch in overtime, uh, and didn't try, try a trapping defense or anything like they pulled... On Luca when he was next to Unstoppable, yeah. it,
1: it made no sense. Uh, Eulogy in the chat earlier um, said, uh, right there, it says, Y'all were putting Nurk in an arm bar all game. Watch the paint more, and you'll see how dirty y'all bigs are. You should watch the paint more and watch how uh, Yusuf absolutely just pushes dudes in the back time after <laughs> time again. So don't come at us with that weak shit. He's, he's a physical dude. Like he is. You,
3: you dish it out, you take it right back. That's the name of the game down yep. there. I don't. I'm not going to get into that. One thing I do want to bring up, though, and this is something we brought up in the first game, is this team is going to have to get better at A, getting to the foul line, and B, keeping opponents off the foul line, because they actually did get there 21 times. They missed those free throws down the stretch. Mikhail missed one. DA missed the first one. Uh, that would have, you know, he could have shot two to tie it up. But Book they were, missed Book missed point. one. But they they shot 15 for 21, and the Blazers shot 31 for 36. So you're getting outscored by 16 points from the free throw line and it was pretty similar in game 1 too against the Mavs like you can't keep being a negative in double digits at the free throw line like you are fighting an uphill battle against math just from the three point attempts usually alone tonight it was 10 and 10 but like they're they're doing this thing again that they did last year as far as relying too much on the mid range you need to get easy points get to the foul line shoot more threes like they've got to start doing that. They they definitely have a three
1: point problem mm-hmm. because they don't have a lot of dudes that can shoot shoot a high range of threes, and and their best three point shooter is 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 not out there a lot of times. So you know they they're going to have to find a way. I mean, listen, you got a guy sitting at home, he's got a ten million dollar contract, he's in the last year of his deal. You gotta you gotta you gotta do something if you're James Jones. Like, hey, listen, it's easy to make these trades. When when you have the advantage, but right now you don't you you seemingly don't have the advantage and teams know it. They think they can get a fire sale on Jay Crowder. Maybe they're not giving you what you want, but shit. That's why they're paying you the big bucks, right? You got to find a deal. You got to make something work right now because I'm telling you, dude, we got the Clippers coming up on Sunday. You got the Warriors on Tuesday. Uh, Right after that, uh, I don't even know. Pelicans. Yeah, the Pelicans. I mean, listen, we started off one and three last year it's definitely way too early. Anything before 10 games is way too early to, to hit the panic button. But at the same time, you don't want to get to a point where you're just absolutely beating your team over the head with, with really the lack of depth that they have right now. You need to get some bodies in here. You got to do something uh, just to kind of help stem the tide. Hopefully cam will be healthy. Hopefully he can bounce back and, and stay healthy for a stretch of, uh, of time. Um, I, I Until James Jones can figure out what the hell we're doing, because right now it doesn't look good on the bench. It just does not look good. on The the
0: whole Cam Johnson thing just really frustrates me because it's like if this had happened a month into the season, I don't think it would have been as frustrating. But we quite literally just had a conversation at the start of this week about Cam not getting paid and everyone saying this is the time Mm -hmm. for him to prove it. This is his year to take another step forward and really show everybody in the starting unit what Mm. he's capable of. And in the first and second game, we already have lost him. And I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole here but or have the debate of is he or is he not, Mm, but it sucks. And it's just a really shitty way to start the season. And I feel like if we had a healthy Cam right Mm. now, things could feel a little different.
3: Well, we've seen the flashes, too, because I he left game one against the Mavs, but like he had a good game in that game. He had 15 points, three for six from three. Like he was on track to having a good game, especially in that second half. And then he goes out and that's the frustrating part, especially when you back it up tonight with trying to take that charge and then hurting your tailbone. Like I I get the concerns. But again, it's it's game two. I'm not going to read one way into this
2: or another. I'm just bummed, that's all. None of this is surprising. All offseason, we said, power forward's a position of concern. Backup point guard and the bench. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Power forward, backup point guard, the bench. All concerning, still... To this point. Like, this is not a surprise. We knew these would be the weak points. And to the Portland fans that happen to be in our chat right now well, <laughs> yeah. 29 to 19 in fouls uh, in favor of the Blazers having 10 fewer fouls. Damian Lillard traveling by rolling around on the ground and Damian Lee leaning down to try to touch the ball and getting called for a foul. It was not an evenly called game as much as you want to act like it was.
0: We have another super chat from Icon. Thank you so much. They said we have a, <clears throat> excuse me, we have a backup point guard problem and a starting point guard problem. I don't.
1: Well, I'm we not. have
0: we
2: have am two I, guys playing I, like backup
1: point guard. <laughs> when your backup point guard, I will say this: it, when your backup point guard doesn't contribute the way campaign is not contributing right now, then more is is it, it emphasizes the lack uh, or the the. The, the lower level of production, I guess you could say, scoring-wise, of what Chris Paul is contributing to the team, right? Like, because campaign is giving you fucking peanuts, like, you want more out of Chris mm-hmm. Paul. And I just don't think that that's ever going to happen. I, 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 don't, I don't give a shit if we're game 25 in the season. I don't think you're going to see a 30-point game from Chris Paul again or, you know, some crazy 30-15 game from Chris Paul. It just doesn't look like he has that in him. In my opinion,
2: but we said that numerous times last year, though, too. Right. I mean, there was a stretch where where uh, you questioned him, I questioned him at a different stretch. This is this is what we've seen from Chris Paul at times. So
1: I'm I'm not I'm not panicked I, I, about I was, Chris I was Paul, but... I was there. I was there. I understand where you're going with that, but um, I I I was I would have been with you this year had I not seen five straight games of what he did in 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 the second round against against yeah. the the Mavs when you absolutely needed him the most
2: yeah but you go back to the the Pelican series and you saw vintage Chris Paul so I don't know what to believe at this point and again you look at the numbers tonight and he had a a good all-around game he just didn't come through with shots at the end and I think if if Jock hits that putback and they win in double overtime, we're singing a different tune right now. We're still saying, ah, Chris Paul could have played better. The bench could have been better. But look, they get it done again. The crunch time suns. And, sends, and he know? and he was
3: the one that hit the jumper to put them up five with a minute 40 to go. And then after that, it was a DA offensive foul. It was, Mikhail, it was Booker missing a pull-up jumper. McHale missing a tip shot. Off of that, Booker missing that that bunny that was close and then D a missing the free throw. So like it was their young key guys. It, it was D a, DA, it was book and it was Mikhail that were missing shots down the stretch. So, I mean, I, I understand we want Chris Paul to still be able to take over games, but I think this is something Monty has said and the team has said, like they want to experiment this year. They want to put guys in different situations, uncomfortable new situations and I think that's what we're seeing a little bit of it. Maybe Chris Paul doesn't have it, but we haven't really seen him do it yet because we're in game two. So I'm OK with them taking risks, putting guys in new situations, letting the youngsters try and win or lose games down the stretch. Um, and we'll see. Like, that's I, all I can I, say. We'll see.
0: I don't think we're going to come to a conclusion on this tonight no. whatsoever because we're no. semi-divided. The chat is completely divided. The chat there's is inflamed. <laughs> a ton of Chris Paul is washed. Chris Paul sucks. We've got a point guard problem. But there's also people like Man Rock who are pointing out, you know, Chris Paul is not washed. He's laying in the cut, helping everyone else along. Suns will be an overall better team this year. There are people who still
1: <laughs> he's are in the cut until he's on the ground.
0: not as concerned <laughs> yet. Yeah. And I think we do need to hold judgment. We can, we can speculate. We can have a conversation around it. But definitive judgment on whether or not Chris Paul is washed, we should hold that until, like, at least mid-November. Yeah, well, I... I at like, least. There was a I'm moment in this
3: game...
2: <laughs> a moment in this game where I don't remember... If it was, I think it was uh, K-Ray said, you know, Chris... Or, or EJ, Chris Paul could take a nap uh, and wake up late in the fourth <laughs> quarter and still hit a shot. And so I both went, isn't that what he did last <laughs> year? Like, so... I get it. I understand the frustration, uh, but to Gerald's point, we also all said, well, you know, I'm okay if we sacrifice some regular season wins to try some different things.
1: True. And then we saw that and now we're like,
2: God damn What's it, happening? why are they doing this? We <laughs> our minds. We changed
1: our minds. But again, I would, I would be much happier if we were sacrificing regular season wins. But we had the depth and we, this is like yes. more of a, a chemistry thing. Yes. And we're just trying to figure out pieces of the puzzle. That's right fair. now, I feel like we have a pretty anemic bench. And the the starters are going to have to carry the load for the most part. Mm -hmm. And when the starters, you know, falter any, any Mm -hmm. small way, it's 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 going to be a loss. It's going to be a loss this season because you don't have the bench that's going to be able to support it. Jock is still trying to find his footing within this team. Mm-hmm. Campaign has been the campaign of last year so far. it has been kind of MIA. He's not you know shooting at a high clip. He's barely taking any shots when he's out there. Um, and everybody else, Damian Lee's been the probably the one bright spot that has contributed, especially defensively. Yeah. Okogie will give you some stuff on the defensive side. Um, he but he's more of a nuisance. But scoring. You need some scoring. Somebody's got to put the ball in the basket besides the four guys. And I keep saying four for a fucking reason. It's because Cam Johnson's not out there. You need these four guys to step up and score. Mikhail Bridges needs to do a better job scoring. He's got to be a lot more. He, at, at the beginning of the game, it looked like he was going to drop 20 tonight at least yeah. because he was being pretty assertive. And he continues to be. I appreciate that. But you got to start hitting some buckets. You just do.
2: Hey, I just I just hope what, what comes out of tonight – is that in the future when DeAndre Ayton's in that uh, in that chance to be the man at the end mm-hmm. you know he he either gets that end one or or he hits those free throws like that that is a quality thing to to put Ayton in that kind of a pressure situation and hopefully down the line that pays off that's the that's the one I'm going to look at a silver lining in, in how that fell uh, fell apart at the
3: end. Right, and this is game two of the season. We've got Book at 44 minutes, and at 38, Bridges at 38. DA only averaged like 30 minutes per game last season. So this is the year where he needs to blow past that mark, and I think this kind of experience is good for him, trying to deal with that type of fatigue, because he was 8 for 11 to start the game. He finished 4 for 11. You could tell that he was gassed mm-hmm. down the stretch, and he was just shots that he normally makes were kind of lipping out for him. So obviously, I think as he works himself into even better game shape, some of those shots are going to fall again. Book, same deal with him. He started off really hot and then down the stretch, he missed a lot of shots that were makeable, too. So it's one of those things where that was a it's, it's still a bad loss. It's a win you should have. Um, it was a very winnable game. But I, I do think this is part of that on unnat- that natural growth as far as putting guys trial by fire situations. Internal development. Don't, right? I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't say it. Don't,
2: don't put those words in my mouth. <laughs> I think we have some some segments we're going to do, right?
3: I
0: mean, At sure, but it's whatever. Uh, PHX Scotty said, I think we're all upset we didn't do much in the offseason and it's lingering. Yes. Honestly, I think that really is one of the biggest keys of all of mm-hmm. the emotions mm-hmm. around the Suns right now. Because if, if we were in the exact same position right now with the same type of wins and losses that we've had in game one and two of the season, but we had made more substantial moves in the offseason, we would be like, it's cool, it's cool, they'll figure it out, you right. know what I mean? They'll work through the kinks, everything will be fine. Yeah, I think it's that's the biggest thing that's really we're all just hanging our hats on or is holding us back from just leaning into what this season is going we're, to be.
3: We're, we're taking two games that we've seen as our sample size, and it's reinforcing some of the things we worried about as far as the bench, as far mm-hmm. as is Chris Paul washed, as far as is Cam Johnson durable. And so far, everything we've seen is confirming those fears. But again, I will say it's the second game, so I'm not going to get yeah. worked up.
2: I just I think the frustrating thing, like I said earlier, is the fact that we all saw these issues. These, these potential issues. We're not the ones getting paid millions to make roster decisions yet. We all could see it. So it's frustrating that, that James Jones didn't have some plans to fill these gaps. Now maybe, maybe guys he brought in, they magically blossom and uh, you know, by November we're like, man, bench looks amazing. I just doubt it at this
1: point. Yeah. That's, that's exactly my take is that, you know, we, we've been clamoring for James Jones to do something for the most part. We we thought, okay, we're going to give him some leeway because if he pulls off this Kevin Durant thing, then holy hell, that's a game changer and you can live with whatever the results were. But that didn't happen. And once that didn't happen, it was like, okay, what now? And we thought and hoped that he had a backup plan to, to you know, mm-hmm. kind of solidify this bench and then that didn't happen. So it's a... Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a long season. I think it might be a long next couple games because these guys—they're going to have to try and figure out. And yo, know, I'm just—I don't know why. We were talking about the the schedule, and I'm like, man, I don't want to play the Pelicans. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're, they're, they're looking play good. The Pelicans right now. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, don't get too far ahead of yourselves. <laughs> just just yeah, guys, don't get too far ahead of yourself. Um, Thomas in the chat asked flowers from Lindsay for players. Yes, let's do that. Let's focus a little bit on some of the positive parts of tonight's game. And we're going to start by naming our draft king king of the game. Tonight, it's going to go to the one and only Devin Booker, who finished with 33 points, five rebounds, and three assists. Book, like you said, he played 44 minutes tonight. He did try to put this team on his back. That's for sure. What? Sometimes he
2: does it too much. And Sometimes I felt like tonight was the, you don't have to put on the cape. You can you can trust the other guys. And at times it just felt, especially down the stretch, it was a little too much. I, I got to be Superman, which yeah. you don't have to all the time.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, listen, he, he's Devin Booker. He's going to be fine. He's going to, like, I'm not worried about whether or not he's going to turn it around. Like, I know he's no. going to figure it out. And he's, uh, you know, it, listen, it, game shape is a real thing. It takes a little bit of time to get, especially when you get into those crunch time minutes. Um, you get into overtime, especially, mm-hmm. and you play forty four minutes, man. That's that's tough. That's tough. Like it's it's going to take a little a while to get, get those legs uh, up to where they need to be, so where he can finish those shots in in the the late fourth quarter and and in overtime if we should get there again. So I'm not worried about Devin Booker. He's he he played very well tonight. A um, couple things that I'm sure he when he looks back at the tapes, he's be like, damn. That was a missed opportunity, Uh, but overall, you know, he's fine.
2: I I think the saying is, we good.
1: Yeah, we good. We good. good. Also, there's a couple people in the chat saying I'm being negative, and I'm like, uh, no, don't confuse (laughs) negativity for reality. Like, (laughs) uh, I always try to keep it real, and I I love this team. I love the Cardinals. Uh, Jose and I went at it the other day because he was mad that I picked the Saints to win the other game, (laughs) like, because I just wasn't feeling what the Cardinals were putting out there. Tonight... It, it, there's a couple things that I'm concerned about, but it's the same thing we've all been concerned about this entire time. Like, So I'm not saying I'm not reinventing the wheel when it comes to this. And uh, there's going to be some ad- adjustments that are going to be need to be made. We have to account for the fact that we do have four guys that are consistent in the starting lineup and one guy that we hope is going to be consistent mm-hmm. in, the, in the lineup. And um, until that changes, it's just going to put a lot of pressure on the bench. That's it.
0: Did any of us hit on our DraftKings? Fuck no. that's this.
1: I had the Suns winning by nine. There was oh, my yeah. negativity. I had Portland <laughs> oh. staying weird, so I think. So I, I think did. you I
0: think won. You <laughs> did, but it was like a minus yeah. five thousand, yeah. so you, yeah. won you won a whole dollar. I
1: lost
3: won. Money. I, yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I owe the DraftKings Sportsbook.
0: So <laughs> I lost one. With I it. didn't, because campaign only finished with five points oh, tonight, oh, that's so rough. I missed that by a, a, quite a few. Uh, uh, I
2: I think I had Mikael scoring first bucket. That oh, yeah, DA, it was DA. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, we, we all cracked.
0: Well, up. tonight was not our night, no. but maybe we'll try again on Sunday. And if you guys have not downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, you should do that and use the promo code PHNX because new customers can make any $5 NBA money line bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. You can also boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. It's really simple. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code PHNX that's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
1: Girthquake Ger- says, James Jones better give a call to Utah and see what the going price is for Jordan Clarkson. Hey, I don't know if you noticed, but Utah is now 2-0. <laughs> <Stop. So, which laughs> and Stop the stop jazz. It. They're going to win the West. No, no, that, that just means Jordan Clarkson's price got cheaper
2: because Danny Ainge wants to lose. He's like, okay, I'll give him away now, all right? I don't want to win. Oh. <laughs> um, well, you know what I'd like to God. see, though, in, in Phoenix, if we're going to, we don't have to go down the, the whole rabbit hole on a trade, but, like, a guy like Draymond Green, a, a guy that, that's got some junk in the trunk, that can get, get you aboard, that can can be a pest on defense. Did you know Draymond J- you know, Green I had don't actually want J- Draymond,
0: Draymond. I'm not but, answering that question.
1: <laughs> what did you just say? I said, did you know Draymond J- Green had junk in the trunk? <laughs> It, it's the Same does. kind of junk
0: Charles
2: Barkley had in the trunk. So, yeah, I, like, I, I, you know, it's just a guy that can get down there, uh, can can bang around, can get you some points. Will get you those rebounds because we haven't even talked about it, but rebounding still is a concern with this group as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. And and that's that's a you know an easy way to give more opportunities to to your opponent. And and when you're playing in a lot of close games like they have already. Mm-hmm. That can be a difference
1: maker. Yeah, it could be tough. It could be tough. Like it, it's funny, the rebounding and the free throws uh, are, are the same things that kind of haunted this team last year, mm-hmm. and we're right back to where we were last year. Yep. And uh, you know, it, but it was covered up a lot because this team was just so incredibly good in the fourth quarter, yep. in the last five minutes of games. Um, you know, and, and again, we're only through two games. I'm not going to panic. Last year, we were one in three. I did not panic. I said everybody's going to be fine. Um, I said, whenever you got <laughs> CP3 and Devin Booker, you're going to be okay. This year, I'm going to say, as long as you got Devin Booker, you're going to be okay.
0: Hopefully, by like late November, early December, you'll be able to say, as long as you got Devin Booker and DeAndre and on your team, you're going to be yeah, hopefully,
1: okay. Hopefully, hopefully. Because that
0: next step I is like, reached, and the consistency is there, and we're just...
1: I, I like the, 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 the chart that DA is on. I, mm-hmm. like, I like where he's going. I like how involved he is on the offensive side. I do like that very much. I do think that eventually he's going to feel very, very comfortable on the offensive side to try and be that dominant force because that is a learning curve too. Instead of being an accessory, now you're being a focal point, um, and that takes a little bit of adjustment as well as the mm-hmm. season goes along. So I think once we get to November, December, that could be the thing that that also balances out uh, the weaknesses that you're seeing right now, early in, in, in the early going, so it's definitely too early to panic. I'm not trying to panic. Um, Look, we got a long time this. to
2: go. It's all right when you got Damian Lee. I mean,
0: <laughs> okay, Damian Lee so just has no response. <laughs> I have <am> not responded <laughs> to that. I was caught off guard by your wife's comment. Is what I was caught off guard Okay, by. good.
1: She said, "We all know you like junk." Like 34.
0: Yeah,
2: I loved Charles. Well, what's your point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Charles, uh, it wasn't Charles' big ass why I liked him, but yes. Anyways, can we please so move that's on? A nice. Lake. Lake Let's
0: talk about that guy. <laughs> sure. Um, also, I'm
2: just, I'm just w- reading the chat. One second. No. The no. chat keeps saying, oh, Jay Crowder's that guy. Jay Crowder was not that guy. Jay Crowder isn't a dominant rebounder. No. Uh, you no. know, like that. He. He can be a pest defensively, but he's not a dominant rebounder. Uh, you know, So, no, that wasn't what I was talking about.
0: Jay Crowder, yes, could help this team. Jay Crowder is not the answer no. to all of this team's questions right now. And I think we just need to come to terms because I, I've seen a few people in the chat be like, is there a chance that we could reconcile with Jay? James Jones should be heading over to Jay Crowder's house with a big old bag of money. Like, In my opinion, that ship has fully sailed. Like, there is is no coming back Mm. from this type of beef. But, like, when a player... Literally refuses to play for a team, and the team and the player come to an agreement that that's cool. There's no, no coming back from that. It's no. just not. It's not like James Jones could call him up and go, "We were on a break." Yeah, like, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. Yeah. So anyway, that back to Damian Lee. Well, but Let's talk it. about Damian right. Lee. But, but
1: wait, 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 Before we before, before we get to Damian Lee, <laughs> no Damian. No, no, but before we get to Damian Lee, like Jay Crowder, and, and this whole situation, like I understand people want Jay Crowder, but at the same time, I'm like. Is Jay Crowder really going to risk just not playing for like half a season or possibly the whole season? Yes, he that's might. crazy. He's,
0: yes,
3: he, he's a he's a headstrong slash stubborn guy. However you want to call. So it He's that. just
1: going to sacrifice ten million like that, huh? No, he's still getting, he's still paid, still getting right paid right paid now, and until the team says, you know what, we want you to come back, and he doesn't want to come back, and then they say, okay, well now we're not going to pay you. Look at this.
2: Mm-hmm. I get it from his yeah. perspective right? though too. If you're not, am I wrong?
1: I mean, I I. I
3: don't know if it'll get to that, though, because I think the Suns, their approach to this, by taking that route when Jay Crowder basically told him, I'm not coming to training camp, my guess is that they decided to label it mutual so that other free agents, other players around the league see that as, okay, they're trying to do this guy a solid and trade him instead of fining him for not showing up because yeah. then it makes that whole situation mm-hmm. look a lot worse.
2: And I don't blame him because if he com- he... He has no contract for next year. He comes in place for a team that that doesn't want him and that he doesn't want to be with, and he gets injured. Like, then I don't, I get it from his perspective, too. Do you want to talk about Damian Lee? Damian (laughs) Lee. Damian Lee. (laughs) That's the one on the Suns, right? Damian Lee. Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) So, Damian Lee had a really good fourth quarter. Obviously, we did have to go to overtime and we didn't win this game. But it was fun to see him in the fourth quarter. He hit another big three late in the game. He got a steal and a good rebound. Like, he was playing really good defense, had a lot of energy.
1: I mean, he had great energy all game long. Yeah. uh, Defensively, especially. Um, I think from time to time, though, he still – he falls asleep a little too much defensively. I
0: think there's a learning Uh, curve. And
1: it catches him. uh, That's why he gets the fouls that he gets. To me, it's because he's out of position, not necessarily technique. It's just – he just is not – he's not attentive enough in some of those instances, but I thought overall he played very well um, because you know what you're going to get from Damian Lee, you know, you're going to get hustle, you know, you're going to get some defense. Um, and right now what he's contributing from the three point line is kind of a bonus. Like I did, I do, I don't expect that at all.
2: I mean, he, he plays smart basketball, right? Like, and everybody say, like, Oh, it's the golden state, you know, mentality, but eight points, uh 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals tonight and hit two 3-pointers. Like that's that's just the kind of guy you need. You mm-hmm. need a guy that's that's willing to do a little of everything and I like we we harp on how bad the bench is. I actually really like the the Damian Lee uh, you know addition. It's mm-hmm. just it's not the sizzle.
1: It's it's it's
2: the steak. It's going to get you the the things you need, there, but the,
1: it's not the sexy. There's know? a reason why he was like one of the last rotation guys on the Warriors, is because you know, you had other dudes like Gary Payton, mm-hmm. you know, the second, like Blue Gold is kind of pointing out in the chat, um, that played at a higher level, more consistent, um, and uh, and were better, a little slightly better offensively, mm-hmm. um, than he was. But on this team, and in the situation that this team is currently in, with the lack of bench depth and the lack of players that they really have to contribute at a high level he's needed he's mm. needed right now like i can't believe we're sitting here talking yeah. about we are relying on Damian lee to yeah. come off the bench ah oh, i didn't think i was gonna say those words this but, year but
0: i think it's a it's a pleasant yes, surprise yeah, yeah. Sure, right sure. in a for in sure. a very desolate kind of <laughs> conversation is that too far we got to too far so
3: the thing with Damian lee is like yes it i think the way I'm not the, talking about him. The, just no, I'm the saying...
0: bench. Like it was, it was <laughs> all doom guys, and gloom around the bench. But that's bench. what I'm guys. saying is
3: we can't chalk guys. it up to just like, oh, he looks great because everyone else looks like trash. Guys. Like he no. has been legitimately. No, that's not good. what I'm saying. No. But, I'm
0: saying when we we come into the season so concerned about the bench and it's it's seemingly so negative, and then in the game one and game two, it's like there's a really shining spot guys, in this bench. Listen. Let's talk about how great it is.
1: Uh, all right, listen. Yeah, I'm 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 done. I'm done. So let no, no, me no, no. be positive no, 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 on this No, no, listen, you got to let me finish real quick, okay? <laughs> okay. I didn't think we were going to get to this point. Mm-hmm. And I and I never thought I would ever get to this point. Mm-hmm. Landry Shammett. Oh, my God. Oh, come on, Landry oh my God. God. Wait, wait, wait. We need you to come back. Yeah. God. He just
0: broke class in case of emergency. I'm sorry if I just screamed into the microphone. Yeah, I, I,
1: listen, I, we literally, have nothing on the bench without you. We need somebody just to at least give me some false hope. I don't give a shit. Oh, man. I miss the missed, you know, fucking eight jumpers you take a game. I miss the, the you know, the ball handling that seemingly goes nowhere. Um, I do love the enthusiasm on defense. But I I, I just, uh, we need that back. Landry, come back. I'm I'm so happy. You can
2: blame it all on Saul. I'm so happy. He was wrong. And we
3: just
1: can't live without you. (laughs) I wasn't wrong. (laughs) We went too far. We
2: took it too far. That's the step I'm not willing (laughs) to go. Let's go back
3: 10 seconds and live in that time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He was kind of wrong. And he just (laughs) can't live without
1: you.
0: Okay, I just Um, need to double double Damien Lee
1: is the savior. God damn it, Come back fast!
0: You can do this, Landry. You can do
2: it. There's a reason Damian Lee's in there in those crunch minutes. These first two games, though, mm-hmm. because Monty knows he's not going to screw something up. You know, you can trust his basketball IQ on it,
3: right? right? And he's he's been very good. Like he's hit a number of clutch shots so far, um, and he, he's he's committed a couple of, of bad fouls down the stretch. So it's not like he's perfect, but he's been very good and like he has earned that designation to fill in for Cam Johnson. And if Cam Johnson can stay on the court, like that would be a huge p- help to that bench unit that badly needs continuity because they've had so many guys in and out all preseason now. Like they need some sort of sort of stability. And you can tell Monty's still kind of searching for the right rotation because right now he hasn't found much from the second unit.
0: Rage sent us a super chat. Uh-huh. Thank you so much Ray it said Saul here are your flowers Aww. the chat is so proud of you Saul <laughs> Growth. they're so growth. proud of your growth. <laughs> growth oh you know honestly I just I just felt bad because
1: us. I was kind of giving Gerald the cam Johnson business so then I stopped in the first half because <laughs> I could tell it was getting a little bit he was he was like okay Saul you need to stop and then you guys kind of picked up the slack for me which was kind of cool um I, and, and, no, but, no no no
0: don't I'm gonna I'm in
1: and I am questioning. Lindsay gave it. us a Cam Johnson injury update every five minutes yes, of this game. But mine what is, is funny not. because I already saw each one yeah. before. She <laughs> well, then why didn't you point it out, Cheryl? She's like, oh, my God, it's oh was... my God, his calf. Oh my God, his back. Oh my God, he's going to locker room again. Oh my God, he's on the bench and he's still crying. And I'm like, my crying. Mine is from a genuine concern. I, you guys are being little
0: haters. <laughs> 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 There's a difference. <laughs> Where um, were we? Uh,
1: <laughs> You're the one driving the ship, I'm not
0: the one who just drove that off I'm uh, sorry. House. I, I, I
1: kind of distracted her with the whole sham <laughs> stuff. Oh, so I apologize. Anyway,
0: Terrific. we're proud of your growth, soul. I just mm. need to double check real quick. You didn't pop an OG's before the show, did you? I did you? not. <laughs> I should have, though. There you have it, people. Sober Saul said he loves Landry Shaman and wants him to come back. He
1: just said he had no (laughs) genes. I didn't say I didn't have a shot of yak before I came on the show. (laughs) Well, I didn't see it, so it's official.
0: But if you want to celebrate with some OGs, highly recommend you check out our friends over at OGs. And also, make sure you uh, check out their brand new Sleep Edition gummy because these are a 2-to-1 THC-CBN ratio gummy, and CBN is a compound that helps Specifically with falling yeah, and goes. staying asleep. And this Sleep Edition gummy is also in their brand new Aqua Berry flavor, which is quite delicious. If, we- you,
1: if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I wake up at like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning quite often. I don't know why. I just do. I
0: think I did see that yeah. this week. Didn't you yeah, post yeah. the Yeah. But yeah.
1: the days that I pop uh, one of these uh, OGs nighttime gummies there's no chance. There could be an atomic bomb going off outside my door and I would not hear it. And you
0: it. would just be sleep, sound yep, asleep.
1: Yep. Oh, while, the word, wh- while the world burns, <laughs> I would just be comfortable in my bed.
0: Well, if you'd like to sleep through the world burning, again, you can find OGs <laughs> at ogsbrands.com November is coming. and on Instagram <laughs> at ogsbrands. You can also find <laughs> products <at> your you're <laughs> open Are we? But you must be 21 years or older <laughs> oh to God. purchase. Are we
3: advertising OGs or like Novocaine?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Whatever. It takes
2: to get through it.
3: Just do it. Uh, if You would like to be fucking
1: numb? Oh
0: my god. that?
1: Do you prefer to not
0: feel? Do you want to anything? feel the pain? Do you, not,
1: do you not want to feel anything?
0: <laughs> you guys made it that bad.
1: Oh my god. Anyway,
0: if you guys think that um these shows are fun, don't tell us if you don't. But if you think they're fun, to watch. They're way more fun to watch in person, and you can do that this oh. upcoming Wednesday.
2: I thought I we were doing another OGs ad where we said You must uh, be
0: 21 <laughs> and older. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, you must be 21 years or older to purchase OGs. Sorry about that. If, if, you, if you
2: find this show entertaining, you must also be on OGs. So
0: But for real, though, you should come hang out with us next Wednesday at Four Peaks Brewery down in Tempe for our last Wednesday. All of our PHNX shows are going to be live out there, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We always have a great time when we get to hang out at the Four Peaks Pub. And this upcoming Wednesday, you can enjoy $3 Kilt Lifter and Wow Wheat Pints when you mention you are there with us. Also, the Coyotes play their inaugural home game at Mullet Arena this Friday, and you can join our PHNX Coyotes crew at Four Peaks for our tailgate watch party, it is free to enter, and again, more drink specials. You can enjoy $3 beer specials and watch on a 20, is this a 20-foot jumbo screen? That's It's not huge. a 20 inch. I know. That's <laughs> why I was like, there's no way, but 20 feet is huge.
2: Would you like to watch that's the game insane. on a postage stamp?
0: <laughs> uh, register through the link in our show notes. Again, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy Four Peaks Beer, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly.
3: Uh, So we do have something that I found interesting pop up from Twitter. Uh, So we got Sean Hyken, who is a Blazers reporter, said that Damian Lillard, on what he said to DeAndre Ayton at the foul line at the end, I just asked him, have you ever been in this situation before? I wanted him to think about it a little bit. And then when he ignored me, I felt (laughs) like he was
1: thinking about it. That's mean. (laughs) I mean... I, Damn it, Dame! I I, I, <laughs> wow. I mean I get what Dame's doing and oh, stuff yeah. like that, but I've literally seen hey. DeAndre Aiden in this situation before, and he came through. So hey, I, I hey
2: swear. Gerald, hmm. thanks
1: a lot for pissing
2: off Dame <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I
1: didn't; it was it wasn't, call, it's yeah, all it, Gerald's It's it it like, it
2: like you asked him, "Hey, you ever been in a situation where you could score forty and screw with the guy at the line to win the game?"
3: But I mean, wait, wait, scroll, this is good news for us because it over. means that Damian Lillard watches the PHNX Suns pregame show. So.
2: <laughs> he had it in his AirPods <laughs> while he was getting ready. So, do we need a therapist, Espo? I feel like no. the chat's freaking no. out here. No. I don't think no, so. they're better no. now. Okay, are you,
0: good. Damn. Are you guys still freaking out? I, I thought we had. I, to, I thought we did that in the first thirty minutes. We're I over that we're now, fine. right?
1: We're fine. We're, we're that fine. We're past. good. Right. Yeah, we're we'll safe. We exercise the demons, right?
0: I do think that. Honestly, I find that hilarious that Dame did that. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm Dame and I'm in that situation, I'm going to do the same thing. Let's yeah. be real. That's what you should do. Yeah.
2: You should always be talking shit to your opponent. Right. Like if, if you can get the edge on him in any any way, you do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I doubt that's why DA missed, you know, but that's, you still do it. Yeah. Right. It's it was like in, and in and the out. kicker. It was in and out.
3: It
1: whipped yeah. in and out. It, wasn't it like was his. better than McHale's just a minute before that. Right.
0: Well, um, you guys want to round out the show talking a little bit more about DeAndre and the show? Yeah, let's do it because we love to talk about DeAndre and and I have I'm having a really confusing time right now mm-hmm. because every time, and granted, again, it's two games, mm-hmm. but every time I get on social media throughout a game, it's like one tweet is man. I love what DA is doing right now. This is great. DA is looking real smooth out there. This energy is awesome. And in between each of those tweets, it's a DA looks the exact same as last season. We're doomed. Why is DA not doing X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, both of these things this, cannot this, be true.
1: Th- no. Right? It's, they're At the not same true. time. They're not true. First of all, if you think DA is playing the exact same way he has been the last three years, then you haven't been watching him play. I'm sorry. Like, there has been several times where he has tried to add... Or try to use moves in the game that you could tell he's been working on in the offseason, season, um, just mobility-wise. Even something as subtle as subtle as Yusuf Nurkic trying to body up uh, Da and Da uh, getting uh, getting position in front of Yusuf, but then dropping the shoulder into Yusuf to get some space bef- between them before pulling up for the jump shot or pump faking and then trying to go around him, like. In, in the past, he would have just tried to quickly go up for the jump shot and shoot over him, uh-huh. and he wouldn't have created that space as much. But this time, that's a subtle little, little adjustment that he's made. He's done a couple moves footwork-wise that I haven't quite seen before. Uh-huh. So I, I'm telling you, like, you might sit there and think, oh, well, numbers-wise, he's still the same old DA. He's added to his bag. He's going through the motions to try and work these things into game situations. The team is actually – Running sets to focus more on him, and that you can tell it is a point of emphasis, like we've all been clamoring for for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a little bit of time, but damn, he had twenty six point twenty six, right? Yeah,
3: twenty six. Uh, I think people, because people are so divided on the DA spectrum, the people that are skeptical or critics of him look <laughs> for the mistakes, and when they see one, they use it to confirm what they think about yes. it. They see the play where he had that. He caught the ball in the short roll, and he had space to take one more dribble and didn't. They see like the mistake where he had that turnover, similar situation on the short roll, and they use that to confirm their own bias. I think D.A. has grown a lot. If you look at just the bag that he had in that first quarter where he was going off, the different types of moves, jumpers that he was hitting, he hit that three from the top of the key. Um, he did have that one play where he caught the ball in the short roll, put the ball on the ground once and went up for a layup like he's shown growth in these areas. I think tonight, you know, faltering down the stretch, finishing four of 11. That was more due to fatigue, having not played 38 minutes in a while, yeah. having not played NBA minutes since everybody and
1: their mom was sucking wind
3: out there. Right. It's oh, been five yeah. months since May. Like that mm-hmm. was the last time they played meaningful 38 Hashtag minute basketball. Matt. Like, there's there's okay. some bad
2: bad luck too. We had a few that rimmed in and out right. on on what looked like nice takes. Like, mm. look, da anon is always going to look for the alternate facts, right? Mm. It, they're they're just looking. It's so it, it's it's just trying to find the bias to to validate what they're feeling, what they see. And at some point, we just need to move past it. Criticize I, him when he's bad. Give him praise for what he's doing well, and accept that this guy's growing and hopefully he gets to that all-star level.
1: Like what I said tonight to these guys was two things can can mutually exist. Yes. You can say, "Damn, we probably should have taken Luca instead of DA." That's okay to say that. Mm-hmm. At this point, Luca's a top 5 player in the league. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. All right? But you also don't need to punish DA for what he's trying to do with this team. And, and feel like you need to dismiss what he's doing because we should have went with the other option. That's already gone. We didn't go with the other option. And so did four other teams. They just passed up on that option. Like, you can still support your dude and mm-hmm. support DA, and you don't have to feel the need to constantly bag him to confirm what you thought you, you wanted in the draft. Like, okay, well, that ship sailed. Now support your fucking team.
0: Also, if you want to point the finger at somebody... Pointed at whoever whoever you want to that's in the front office or was in the front office. Like, send it towards those people. Not D A. It's not his fault. He didn't get to pick the team you wanted to play for either. Right.
2: And, and what I mean, yeah, you want him to make those two free throws at the end, but outside of that, what more do you want out of this guy tonight? Well, right. and the thing is, is there are going to be
0: there are going to be mistakes. But yes. every single athlete is going to make mistakes at times. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to get better and to limit the amount of Mm -hmm. mistakes you make as time goes on. But mistakes are going to be made. You can't focus in on just the mistakes and ignore the positives. Right. Like the three-point bucket he had. Yes. Which
3: was super fun. And and DA, we should note, too, has always been very receptive to constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. He's been very receptive to instruction. And he's taken a lot of his experiences and learned from them as far as, like, the buck's finals series like where he said he wanted to be better and he had a better season and was better in the playoffs like we've seen him take the negatives of his career the learning experiences and build on them and this I think is a good example of being a higher usage player how much it takes out of you playing 38 minutes in overtime how much it takes out of you in the second game of the season like he's going to get better at these things and that's the whole point of these types of games is like you get those learning experiences so that when the playoffs roll around, when the end of the season rolls around, you are way more comfortable with it than you were a couple months before. Such as missing free throws. Yeah, It's exactly. okay.
1: If yeah. you miss free throws in game number two of the season, I don't really give a shit. Also, I want to see it you make Dame's them in the playoffs. Fault. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be that fine. Son like son of a bitch, like every, every single, every single great player in the history of this game mm-hmm. has missed free throws in a crucial time. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant in his first playoffs, Michael Jordan against the Celtics, like, it's happened. Mm-hmm. Chill, Michael mm-hmm. Scott. It'll be fine, Michael Scott. You
3: miss a hundred percent
0: of the
1: that's shots that's
0: you don't exactly. take. Exactly, Michael Scott. Um, speaking of comfortable, these chairs are <laughs> mighty comfortable. <laughs> we were
2: speaking of. Yeah,
0: one of you said comfortable, <laughs> okay. and it pinged in my head, and I said, "Oh, you know what." Let me tell the people hey about Emma, how's More Your
1: furniture. Seat. Is that one comfortable? And
0: all of their comfortable, <laughs> you know <what>? beautiful furniture. <laughs>
1: Don't. Uh-huh. da didn't look comfortable. At the Available line, you know during comfortable. their fall
0: sale <laughs> at morefurniture.com. Plus, you'll receive a $100 gift card for every $1000 you spend. So, get ready for the holidays, get a new table, maybe a new one of those um things that you put underneath your Christmas tree, like the little basket or the box that you put your Christmas tree in, you know what I'm talking about? i don't know uh, no. no it's like a basket You're, thing d- you do you put your christmas tree in a
2: planter like what are we-
0: <laughs> you don't have a basket you put your christmas tree in like a big basket no, that's ba- around it so it looks pretty. There's what? like a little no. stand
3: that has like the <laughs> little y'all just thing have like the green it?
0: plastic thing. That's no. all you got. No, no, no,
3: you put like a no. cover over it. Like yeah, a... you could
0: put a basket around. You it too. You put the tree skirt over the little. Yeah, thing. oh the tree <laughs> skirt. Yeah, that's if what's you skirt. don't want to use a skirt, you can put it in a cute basket.
2: If
3: you're
1: looking like a for a cute Christmas tree, like tree, tree, tree basket, Easter like basket. What is she talking
0: about? I'm
3: gonna look this up because I'm very
0: confused. Listen,
1: like you can't
0: talk furniture with men it's not my fault but you That's can fair. talk with more is a basket furniture furniture
1: oh, you mean, like is a little so, wicker. Wicker. Not furniture. so check out
0: more furniture their like fall sale morefurniture.com we're gonna leave because I'm about to fight oh. you guys. Do <laughs> uh, You know where how you
2: little... tree? How tall
0: do you get your trees? It's um, like a little like six to seven. It's feet? like one of those like little wicker basket <laughs>
3: diaper things for Wait, the bottom of
0: the tree.
2: Now tree diaper? Diaper? It's like a tree uh, diaper. You guys. Lindsay, <laughs> you know where you know where Dame Lillard can't make you uncomfortable? Where in a chair from more furniture. Go to morefurniture.com uh, for more information. It literally <laughs>
0: if you literally go and say Christmas tree basket base, look. Let me brighten this so y'all can see it. A we basket. It? Who puts their, the pe- the, no, pe- their Christmas tree people, in a basket? Literally, there are this many people on Pinterest putting their Christmas tree in a basket and it's clearly a It is a thing. not a
1: skirt. It is definitely not a skirt. No. It is legit a basket. A basket. <laughs> yeah. First of all, that's the most freaking no,
0: this is adorable.
2: pottery barn oh.
1: bullshit I've ever you, seen in my life. That,
2: you, you know what this? that looks like? Like, you're getting ready to throw the damn tree out, all right? (laughs) That's what you do
1: after
0: Christmas. (laughs) Anthony Totri in the chat says, a basket is not furniture. (laughs) But you can buy baskets at a furniture store. It's the decor of your furniture. Like, you know how you might put a basket? Like, if you had a side table that was tall, like these ones that we use, maybe you put a basket on the bottom to hold, like, or magazines. Dude, All soul. right, we'll so set up your home during more
1: Furniture's oh fall sale. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow Saul at for Saul Bookman. You can basket. follow. <laughs> that's just like that's <laughs> <such> <laughs> a, like <Pork> Scottsdale <laughs> thing to put <laughs> around your tree.
2: Who's dressing <laughs> as a Christmas tree for Halloween in a basket now? <laughs> Which one of us? <laughs> <else? laughs>
1: <laughs> like hop around my little you know, <laughs> hey, you know what the fucking Secret Santa this year is gonna get from Lindsay? I'm giving
0: you a dang basket. That's it. That's it. You're all getting baskets. Oh. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>